listening to Marist Connections, a podcast produced by the Marist Alumni Office, highlighting members of the Marist family, including our alumni, students, faculty, staff, coaches, and many more. Hey, everyone. I'm Amanda Benton, Assistant Director of Alumni Relations and a graduate from the class of 2011. For the fifth season of Marist Connections, we're highlighting student life on campus, interviewing students, coaches, and faculty about their experiences. Today, we're talking with John Bartlett, Director of Fashion, Zoe Dictus, a senior fashion design major, and Rachel Richards, a senior fashion merchandising major. John Bartlett is an award-winning fashion designer and director of the Marist Fashion Program. He's a graduate of Harvard University and the Fashion Institute of Technology and launched his own collection in 1991, earning him Best Newcomer and Best Menswear Designer of the Year from the CFDA. John's goal as director is to enhance and elevate the design and merchandising programs to compete in today's apparel industry. He's focusing on digital expertise and internships. Hi, John. Good morning. Happy to be here. Thank you. Next up, we have Zoe. Zoe Dictus is a senior fashion design student from New Jersey with a double minor in business management and fashion merchandising. She currently has an internship with the Intimates team at Victoria's Secret Pink and has previously interned for RBX Active, The Dots, Ani the Label, and Uniqlo. Zoe will also have a collection showcased in the spring 2022 Silver Needle Runway. She's also a member of the ski team here at Marist. Hey, Zoe. Hey, Amanda. Thanks so much for the great introduction. So happy to be here. Great. Thank you. And then last but certainly not least, we have Rachel. Rachel Richards is a senior fashion merchandising student with a concentration in business and promotion and a minor in business administration. She's currently a remote e-commerce intern with Moda Trova and has previously held internships with Luxury Optical Holdings and Caravan Stylist Studios. Rachel also serves as president of Marist Best Buddies, is a member of the Honors Program, and recently accepted the position of buying director for Emporium. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Amanda. Thanks for having me. It's so wonderful to have all of you. Thank you, guys. John, I actually want to start with you. Can you just give us a brief overview of the fashion program at Marist and what students in that program can expect during their time here? Absolutely. It's an incredible program and something that I'm so proud to be part of. So the fashion department, which has over 500 students, uh, focuses on merchandising and fashion design. Within merchandising, there are three concentrations. There's business, there's product development, and there's promotion. And then there is fashion design, which is a separate concentration, which really focuses on creating garments, learning how to design both digitally and by hand, draping, pattern making, tailoring, knitting, you name it. So it's an incredibly rigorous program with a lot of very, very exciting uh, opportunities for the students. And really the students, when they, when they begin their first year, the first year is sort of an overview. It's a, it lays the foundation. It helps the students really decide where they want to go within the fashion department. And then with each year, the curriculum builds upon the year before. And uh, the students really grow as both people in the industry and as, as people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I know you've only been in the position here at Marist for about a year. Um, what have some, been some of your observations and what are your top priorities since uh, starting in this position? Well, it's so interesting. My first day was basically the day that the world shut down. So um, my first day was in the beginning of April, 2020. 
And so the first six months were spent on Zoom, but I spent a lot of time doing town halls with all of the students. And one of the most interesting things and most exciting aspects of my first few months was that when I spoke with the students, they are really approaching their work, whether it's in merchandising, promotion, business, product development, or design, they're approaching it through the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion, through body positivity, through sustainability, uh, through um, all of these really beautiful social justice issues, which is I think what's so cool about the fashion industry is that the industry really has a wonderful responsibility and opportunity to, to change lives. So my first year was kind of crazy because it was during the pandemic, but I really got to sit in on a lot of classes. I got to really understand all of the different ways that the students are able to learn. And there are so many different things between the classrooms as well as all of the experiential courses. But really for me, it has been such a profound uh, learning curve because I come from the industry, not from higher education. And I've been able to really connect with all of the students and to really share all of my um, ups and downs and all of my mistakes that I've made through the year. So it's been a really wonderful, wonderful opportunity for me. That's great. Um, so moving to Zoe and Rachel, can you each talk a little about your experience in the program thus far? Zoe, do you mind going first? So I guess I will start from the beginning. Um, so I went to a technical high school and in my high school, we had majors within our um, within our school and my major was actually fashion design. So that's where um, my passion for uh, creativity really sparked. And, um, you know, I, I live very close to the city. I live like just three miles outside of Manhattan. So I've always been engulfed within the fashion industry. And that's like one, always been one of my biggest inspirations. And, um, so I've, I had the time, um, while I was applying to college to visit, um, you know, the really well-known institutions in the city, um, you know, FIT, Parsons, Pride, um, LAM, just like see what they were all about. And um, personally, when I went there and no offense to anyone who has ever gone there or goes there, they're fantastic institutions. Just for my personal growth, I felt that um, it would be beneficial to me if I were in a place that held smaller classrooms and I could um, really just connect with my professors on a closer basis, you know, just get to know them, know their names, know their past and their present and their goals. And I think um, that's what really spoke out to me. And that's why I chose, um, I chose Maris Fashion as uh, my, my career path for, to go to college because that was the one thing that stuck out to me is I said, I wanna know my professors and I want them to know me. And once I figured that out and, you know, I visited um, I visited Maris for the first time. It was only Donnelly at the time. And um, for those of you who don't know, um, initially the fashion program started out in as a part of one of our science buildings here at Maris. And we just had, you know, a few tiny classrooms and um, a little bit of a hallway to go in between. It wasn't, it wasn't much, but it, it was enough. And um, still my education, despite the fact that it was in Donnelly, um, did not decrease because of that. I was still able to get those personal connections that I was looking to develop and, you know, really pick apart everyone's brain as I went along. 
Um, it's been such an honor to see, um, you know, Maris come from Donnelly and move into Steel Plan. And I've also had the pleasure of seeing um, John Bartlett really just engulf and really be so passionate about this program. And um, not only for because of our director, but the professors as well, I think speak so like truly from their hearts. And I think that's what makes this program so special is that, you know, everyone here wants to be here and they want you to be here and they want you to do well. Not only that, do you get the ability to develop incredible connections with your professors and learn from industry professionals, but just the technology that we're, we're able to utilize at, at the steel plant is like is state of the art. And I truly, truly cannot imagine where I would be without Marist. And I'm so, so grateful for every single part for starting in Donnelly for the pandemic hitting to ending up in steel plant. Like every single part has led me to where I am today. And this program as a whole, I feel like gets casted in the shadows so much. And I feel like if you're looking for um, kind of like a, to be a big, big fish in a small pond kind of scenario, like this is absolutely the place for you. And um, I just, I, I love it. And I'm so, so sad that I have to leave soon. <laughs> no, that's great. That's wonderful. I'm glad you had such a positive experience. And Rachel, do you want to share a little bit about your experience in the program so far? Sure. Um, all good things to say as Zoe just did. Um, I kind of was drawn into Maris for a similar reason. I didn't really want the big city college life. I wanted a campus. I wanted to know my teachers, my um, peers, and I just really liked the hands-on programs that Maris did offer. I also was drawn into the Maris in Manhattan and abroad aspect. Unfortunately, that was supposed to be the year of COVID, so I didn't get to experience either of those, but that's kind of like the reason what drew me into the program in general because of what is offered. Um, abroad for fashion students. I know a lot of majors don't get that same experience. So I think it's really cool that Maris Fashion does offer those courses abroad. Um, I think that's a great thing to highlight and I definitely wish I could have done it, but I always hear good things about it. Um, as far as the program in general, um, with merchandising, we kind of start off a little slow with the intro classes and stuff, but I wouldn't trade that for anything. I think it's that's part of like why I like the program so much is that you get thrown into all the different aspects um, I came into it thinking I wanted buying. I still happen to want buying um, for my future, but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't get the product development, the textiles, the digital design, um, all the communications classes, all the buying, all the business classes involved. So that's what I like about um, just Maris in general is how um, like diverse in the course selection that they force you to force you require you to do. Um, whereas like at other institutions, it seems definitely more fashion based. I didn't have experience in high school like Zoe did. Um, that sounded really cool. Honestly, I wish I had that. Um, I barely had a business class in high school. It was just very much standardized. So when I came into fashion, um, like I'd always dreamed of, I was like, I have no idea if this is going to work out at all. So I definitely wanted that um, other experience, those other courses, um, the business courses, especially. I want kind of like a backup plan just in case it didn't work out. But so far, so good. So um, definitely hoping for a good future with that as far as like the professors and stuff always good things to say um like so we also mentioned they're always here to help I just learned that you have to ask for it because they're not going to chase you down um even just like with my resume and stuff bring it to the career center is great but bring it to a professor is even better just because they have that um knowledge based on the industry on um, my advisor 
kind of ripped apart my whole resume it was like you need to fix this and I was like thank you so much because I wouldn't have known that without her um so yeah they're just always there I just needed to get myself to ask first but yes all good things and I've um never regretted my decision at all and Maris fashion has definitely put me in a good spot for the future Oh, wonderful. So sticking with you, Rachel, just for a second, I know you've had a couple of internship experiences. How has that supported your education? Um, A lot. I would say that they go back and forth. My education is what got me my internships. And then um, my senior year is I brought like those internship experiences into the classroom. Um, I'll talk about my summer one a little bit. It actually was with Luxury Optical Holdings and I shadowed a Marist alum the entire summer. So it was really cool because I didn't feel like an intern. I felt like an employee with them. It was a team of four on their merchandising team. So I got to attend like their buying appointments. I got to watch her allocate weekly. I got to propose reorders with her. Um, it was a lot of solo stuff. So she gave me a lot of responsibility, but it was great to have that like young Marist alumni with you. And um, I didn't even realize it at first, but she was a senior when I was a freshman. Obviously I didn't know her, but it was really cool to get that connection. Um, because she like knows where it came from. She was um, a buyer for Emporium, which is what I do now. So that um, connection was really cool. Um, so Emporium is what brought me to that internship. She, the alumni reached out to our professor and kind of sent it out. And that's how I applied to that connection between the Marist fashion alumni is just so strong, which was really great. Um, and then everything I learned over the summer is what I'm bringing now into buying with Emporium. So it all kind of translates um, within it. And then after graduation, I'll obviously bring all that knowledge and skill with me. So that was definitely my favorite internship of the three um, that I've had just because it was more in the interest area that I wanted as far as merchandising goes. Um, I also have a great e-commerce internship right now. It's remote, so the flexibility is nice with like the busy senior year schedule. Um, I've learned so much with that. Shopify is the platform that we use um, for my internship, which is also what we use with um, Maris Emporium, which is cool because then you actually see that what we do in Emporium really does translate to real life and the skills that you use aren't just used in the classroom. It's actually something that's used in the industry. Um, so overall, I feel like I've had so much overlap between my internship experience and my classwork um, the past year, especially that it's been so valuable in like every sense. Yeah. Wow, that sounds that sounds really amazing. And I'm glad that you were able to have such like those diverse experiences as well. Kind of like you said with the classes, but also the internships have given you different aspects of the industry. So Zoe, you've had five internships. How has that kind of worked in with your educational career here? Um, yes, so I've had quite a few. Um, <laughs> um, I think uh, Rachel touched up on a really great um, point about what she said with how everything's kind of um, interchangeable between the internship and our class. But um, I, I kind of wanted to start off by saying that um, I, I did so many because I wasn't sure where I wanted to be and I wasn't sure how to get to know where I want to be and what I want to do and what I was passionate about. And, you know, I just thought, Hey, like, why not try it all? You know, like what I'm, I'm not losing anything. And I think the most valuable part of, you know, the resume that I have is not, not the fact that it's that I had many, not the fact of the people who I've interned with, but the fact that I was able 
to experience and learn from so many different perspectives. Um, my first internship was um, I shadowed a senior designer, the second one technical designer, and then um, I worked with a marketing company. Um, I worked on the merchandising side and now I'm doing like actual like design. So um, I think, you know, that really helped me put me, set me up for my path of where I would like to be post-graduation. And I think that is what was the most important part of that whole entire journey. Um, I think that um, it's it, like going back to what Rachel said, um, it goes hand in hand. Like there's obviously things that I, of course, learn in school that I apply to my internships now and vice versa. And I think um, having internships definitely give you a bit of a better and broader experience and especially if you go and work for like a mass a mass marketing brand um it just like you really get to see and apply your knowledge hands-on and it's honestly the best time to make mistakes I know that sounds super scary and I know that people are terrified of failing air quotes but I I see mistakes as an opportunity to learn and, um, you know, I'm like, how, how many times can I do this until I get it perfectly kind of thing? So I think um, if, if not, if even if the internship you go for isn't like, say, like your first interest or your only interest, um, there's still always so many things that you can learn about, so many connections that you can make. And, you know, you never know. I feel like any door is opening one door will lead you to the next one, which will ultimately be your door of opportunity. So um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, it's one thing to be in a classroom and hear from somebody who's been there and taken everything that they say, but it's another thing to apply yourself directly and um, just learn hands-on. And I think that's definitely what's most important is learning. So um, it's, it's definitely very important. And um, one of my favorite experiences in college as well. Great, thanks. And John, I know they were very effusive about the benefits of an internship program, but is there anything that you would add about how you feel about how important those experiences are for fashion majors and how they impact what's learned in the classroom? Absolutely, and I think Rachel and Zoe both touched upon this idea, and I'm so glad that you both had such great internship experiences and so many. And I think that, um, so you touched upon this point, sometimes you may have an internship that may not be your dream come true, but it will inform you and it will inform you that maybe I don't want this, but I want that. And I know that in my own career, way back when in the prehistoric ages, when I had internships, those ended up being where I got my first jobs. Those initial connections that I made as a student were, uh, were the doors that opened to me when I became uh, a professional. So I cannot speak highly enough about internships. And what's so great about Maris is that we do have a program called Maris in Manhattan that was just relaunched this year. Um, due to COVID, it closed down, but we've been able to have students living in New York City and interning in New York while taking classes online during the semester. We also have a program in London where a student can go and live in London and intern in London. Um, and the internship programs, a lot of them come through our, uh, our alums, but we also are building every day new relationships with the industry so that the students have this pathway, not only from an internship uh, perspective, but also as an opportunity to get their first jobs. 
And for example, we have a wonderful relationship with Abercrombie and Fitch. And many students will go there the summer between their junior and senior year. And many of them get job, many of them get job offers uh, by the end of the summer. So they, make, they might go into their senior year with already a job in place. So I can't speak highly enough about that. And it does inform their classroom work as well. I think a lot of the internships will then inform um, the final collection or the final thesis or the final capping project of a senior. And again, that real world experience is invaluable. And it's one of the greatest assets of the Marist Fashion Program. Great, thanks. So Rachel, when you were talking about internships and even your experience as a whole at Marist, you mentioned Emporium. Um, and I know that's a really big part of the Marist fashion experience. Can you explain exactly what that is for any of our listeners who aren't familiar with it? And then also a little bit more about your role? Yes, definitely. Um, Emporium at Marist is a fully student run um, store with a fully running e-commerce site. Um, it's run by the retail entrepreneurship class. So we are a class um, regular three credits, but we do work shifts weekly. Um, so there's a lot of hours behind the scenes other than the regular class time. Um, our professor, um, Rebecca Brown is amazing. She's been my advisor for four years. So having her with Emporium has been so helpful because I already had that connection with her. Um, so it's been so great with that. Um, Emporium in general has been such a huge part of my overall experience. Um, by the time I graduate, I'll be doing it for four semesters. So three semesters as a regular buyer, and then I'll be capping with it in the spring um, as the director of buying, which is super exciting. Um, as just a little overview of Emporium, we break it up into six different teams. So there's buying, marketing, visual, e-commerce, finance, and store operations. So there'll be six directors in the spring that I'll get to work alongside, but then also 30 plus kids, um, other students that I'll get to work with, which is exciting. Um, one of my favorite parts is how much we do work within other teams. Um, as far as buying goes, we work so closely with e-commerce to make sure everything's all set up properly. And um, we work so closely with visual merchandising to make sure the store is set up the way that we think would be beneficial as well as what they think would be beneficial. Um, and overall, just super hands-on. Um, we're running a business at like 21 and stuff like that. So it is really cool to see. And then, as I said, all the knowledge I've had has translated directly into my internship industry experience. So it's so nice to see how valuable that experience has already been before I've even graduated. Um, as far, I'll just touch a little bit upon the buying team because that's what I'm into and that's what I'll be the director of. Um, it's really cool how hands-on it has been. Um, we do everything from beginning to end. So you start with your trend research, you find your vendors, um, and then you build your SKUs, you add it to Shopify, which is what I talked about um, that I'm also doing for my internship. It's been a great platform for us and it's allowed us to launch an e-commerce site. I believe it was launched last year. Um, over COVID, we implemented a shipping. So now we ship um, to all 50 states, which is really cool. And overall, we just try and expand our reach. Um, as you mentioned, I'm part of the honors program. So we have to complete an honors thesis as seniors. Um, and I chose to do mine with Emporium and community outreach. Um, Amanda, I know I worked with you for the Emporium pop-up at the alumni um, event. We've done pop-ups everywhere. We did a student experience pop-up this past weekend. We did a family weekend. So we're just trying to really share Emporium with not just the fashion and the arts in the steel plant. We really want to share it with 
the whole Marist community and hopefully eventually just the surrounding community. No, that's great. And you guys have had some really wonderful products, uh, particularly aimed at alumni over the last year or so, which I think has been really exciting. And I know they've been excited about as well. So really cool to see that growing, especially with the, the ability to ship. John, is there anything that you think initiatives like Emporium help prepare students for um, in regards to like life after Marist? Absolutely. And I think, again, what is so great about the program is that there are all of these classes that are more experiential. They're outside of the classroom, whether it is Emporium, where you're really learning real life skills as far as running a, a, an entrepreneurial organization, um, whether it is working on the fashion show, the Silver Needle Runway, fashion show production. And we also have a magazine called Measure. And so the students are, it's a completely student created magazine. So there are all of these courses that are outside of the traditional classroom that are really, I guess, very much mirror what's going on in the real world. And I think it prepares students to take leadership roles. It prepares students to collaborate with others. It gives them all of these great social and life skills that can only help enhance their career and just their, their life in general after Marist. Great. So you mentioned the Silver Needle Runway. Uh, Zoe, I think you said you have a collection for that this coming spring. Can you talk a little bit about your ideas for that and what goes into creating a collection of this scale? Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, just from my experience within the industry, um, a, a profound interest of mine and passion of mine that I that I take dear, dearly to my heart is sustainability within fashion. And I know that is um, can be a thrown around term nowadays and pretty loosely, but pretty much for those of those who don't know what that um, entirely means, it just um, is really about the overall cycle of the product and apparel and just making it um, a lot more impactful and um, I would say better for the environment and the customer as well. And what I'm doing essentially for my collection is um, I'm taking digital photo mapping and light projection, and I'm utilizing that and portraying it um, onto a garment so that there could be different hands of fabric shown, different drapes, different graphics, different videos. So it's like, essentially what I want it to be is like, you can look at one garment and, and within that one garment, you're granted like many different experiences. And it doesn't have to be a story told through 50 garments. It can be just told through one. That's what I'm really trying to grasp is that you don't need all of these things. You don't need this mass production. You don't need an abundance of sources and materials used. You can tell the story and there's more efficient and ecologically and ethically responsible ways to do it. And, you know, I just think that this is the direction that um, the industry is going in, especially, uh, especially with digital fashion. So um, that's, that's what my collection is about. As a follow-up question, uh, how long does it generally take to work on a collection? Is it something you started this year? Is it something you started last year? Um, kind of what's the timeline of getting something in the runway? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, um, you know, obviously this is something that kind of towers over the minds of every fashion student for their entire career, whether they're a freshman or a senior. Yeah. Um, but you don't, uh, technically you don't start working on it until um, 
the end of your junior year, um, you know, in the summer, we were asked to develop a process book and present on our first day of classes um, a direction of which way, what direction we were thinking of going into the collection. And then right from there, the next day, um, you know, we just, we start with our process. And um, what I like to think of this part is like, you know, this is my favorite part where it's like, it's the research, it's the, you know, it's like getting all your assets and seeing um, you know, what you derive inspiration from and how you can like take things from the world and make it yours through your voice and your um, design aesthetic that we do um, for the remainder of the fall semester, as well as we design into our collections and create um, a twall sample of our, what will be presented on SNR. And what that is, is it is essentially the entirety of what will be presented on the runway, just not in final fabric. Um, and then once that's finished, uh, spring semester, we just spend the majority of the spring semester um, completing our whatever our looks in final fabric and you know final presentation with accessories and such. And as well as you know um, our other capstone uh, capstone projects as well. So um, our process takes uh, about a, a year, and um, you know obviously that differs from real life experience within the industry. You don't have a year to make one collection, but one thing that we keep in mind is like we're one person doing the works of what forty people do for one collection. So of course it takes a bit longer. But um, every I've loved every single part of this process so much. And I truly can't tell you the feeling of seeing like your creation just come to life. It's just it's one of the most amazing feelings I've had. And I'm, I'm really grateful to have this opportunity. No, that all sounds super, super exciting. It's a great opportunity um, for the fashion design students. But Dawn, I know this is something that it's not just for fashion design, right? Like everyone in the fashion department and even sometimes outside of the fashion department is involved with this. Can you shed some light on all the interlocking pieces and how this all comes together? Because it's entirely student run, correct? Absolutely. And I think uh, John Barlick could probably touch up upon this as well. Um, so it, like you said, it is entirely student run, which is another incredible thing about Maris. Shocking, I know. But um, yeah, so the there's actually an, an SNR uh, production class, I believe, that takes part in every single component of the show. Every single thing has a student ran team and it's done entirely. Of course, there are um, professional professors that oversee the show but um everything is ran by them and um they work actually they work with us very closely um they sit in at our fittings they sat in on our um introduction to our um senior capstones um they often visit our classes just to see how we're doing how our research is going if we're still on the same path um so you know, I think that's um, a really incredible experience on both of our parts as well, because that's something that you will definitely do um, in the professional world. You know, you meet with cross-functional partners in terms of production, merchandising, so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, I think, um, John, if you want to speak to it a little bit as well. Absolutely. So the great thing, uh, again, another wonderful asset about the Mayor's Fashion Program is the Silver Needle Runway, which is a really beautifully produced show. And what's so great is that it does involve this course, fashion show production. And so the students can, again, grow similar to Rachel's experience with Emporium. Students can join this course as a sophomore and by their senior year, 
they might be the director of a particular aspect of the show, whether it's social media, uh, creative direction, et cetera. And so the students are basically producing the show. They're working with the vendors. They are helping to uh, direct what the show is going to look like. They are working very closely with the designers. And what's cool is that a lot of the students that are in the fashion show production course are coming from other disciplines, from digital media, from writing, from journalism, from art, from different worlds. And so again, they're getting this great experience. And the fashion students are also getting to work alongside students from other disciplines. And it's a really, really wonderful aspect of our program and one of the highlights of the year. I know it's always been a favorite of not just the fashion students, but campus as a whole, to be able to go and see that every spring. Um, so I think it's really fascinating and wonderful how that program has grown over the years. Switching gears a little for Zoe and Rachel, zooming out a little bit from the fashion program, I want to talk about your experiences at Marist as a whole. Um, do either of you have a favorite moment or experience, or I know you guys are involved with other things. As I feel like most Marist students and alumni say, Marist is just like such a great place to be. Um, just even like the atmosphere, how pretty it is. Like I love going down to the river and just like hanging out with friends. Um, as far as the school in general, I love the community. Um, everyone's been so nice. I wanted that like full college campus experience and that's why I came to Marist um, for their fashion program in the school in general. And I feel like I've gotten that over the past four years. Um, obviously I wish I could stay longer and I wish we didn't have that little hiccup last year where we weren't here for very long, but um, it's overall been great. Um, I also like how involved you can be in other aspects um, of Marist. Like you mentioned in the intro, I'm the president of Best Buddies, which is totally unfashion related. Um, Best Buddies is just an international organization that works with um, intellectual and developmental disabilities um, from the community. So that's been something that I've been passionate about since I was in high school. And I love how Marist gives you all these clubs and all these other options to not just stick with your major and stick with your career path, but also to pursue your other interests and your other passions. Great, and how about you, Zoe? I think Rachel touched upon um, really everything there is to say, honestly, but I guess reiterating it a little bit, I think she mentioned this prior um, in the beginning of the podcast about, um, you know, there's, there's so many resources that we have here and all you have to do is ask. Um, I think that just goes to say, like, re related to my entire experience of Matt Maris as a whole, um, just not, of course, the campus is beautiful, the community is fantastic, um, my experience as a whole has been incredible, but this, I really truly believe, like, Maris is, like, is the toolbox that was given to me, you know, as an 18-year-old, and they're like, here you go. You got this. Like, you can do this. You got this. And, you know, it was kind of up to me to just be like, okay, I got this. And um, I'm just, I'm so, so grateful that I, I really, like I said before, um, without Maris, I don't know where I'd be. I, I feel like, you know, of course you grow a lot in college from, you know, from a high schooler to a young adult. And I feel like I'm still learning and I'll learn for the rest of my life, but what I've learned at Marist between the fashion program and just, you know, real life problems and becoming a person, becoming the person who I always wanted to be is, is um, just one of my most favorable memories is that I, I feel like it really molds me into the person who I am today. So I, I can't, I can't pick a favorite moment. It's, it's all of it. 
That's fair. I think a lot of alumni can relate to that as well. Um, speaking of alumni, John, can I put you on the spot for a minute? How can alumni be supportive of the fashion program or help students uh, further their experiences? Amanda, there's so many different ways for the alumni to be involved. We've had alumni now, now that um, we're able to bring people back onto campus, we've had alumni come and speak to the students during class times. We had two alum that worked for Louis Vuitton in their e-commerce and they came and spoke to the class. We have a lot of alum that are coming in to help mentor. One of my plans is to create a junior advisory board of alum who have been at the school maybe 10 years ago or less. So kind of people that have, that speak the same language as our students, that can really help the students navigate the, those first few years after college. We also have a fashion advisory board where a lot of the alums who have been very successful in their careers are coming to give back. We have a lot of alums that will reach out to our office who will, whether it's through LinkedIn or whether just directly, they will offer different opportunities to the students, again, through internships, career opportunities. And one of the things that I've learned through this past year is how important LinkedIn is for students and alum. And a lot of the opportunities that I think that the students are finding is by re reaching out to the alum. And I do find that the alumni are so open and so welcoming to hearing from students who are in school now, and they really want to help and give back. So I think for the alum who are listening, we want to hear from you. We welcome you back to campus. We'd love to have you come and share your experiences. And even if you didn't study fashion, you know, we want to hear what did you learn here? What are those takeaways and how can you uh, help to give back and inspire the next generation? Great, thanks. So as a kind of a closing question, uh, Zoe and Rachel, you're both seniors. Do you know yet uh, what your plans are for post-graduation? Uh, Zoe's kind of grimacing, so I'm gonna let her go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I, I definitely am loving the direction that I'm heading in terms of um, the connections I've made with my past internships and, you know, where I'm working, thinking of going in a direction of working for a mass market, um, designing for a mass market company. Um, I never really, I never had this huge desire to create my own brand or create something. I just, I feel like that's already been done so many times. And what I, what my dream has always been was to take what's already existing and what already is and make it better. And um, I feel like I can apply like what I've learned here at Maris, what I've learned in my past internships and what my, I've studied for my senior thesis and I can apply those rules of sustainability and ethics and apply it to a mass market. And I feel like that will impact so many more lives than you know what I could possibly do on my own. So um, I'm not sure where, but um, definitely in that direction. Um, as long as I get to help the world out in some sort of way, um, I think that would that would be a success to me. That's wonderful. I wish you the best of luck with that. Rachel, do you? have any plans yet or an idea of where you want to go? Also can't say I know where I'll end up, but um, I definitely like the direction I'm going in. I feel like Maris definitely helps mold that for me. Um, I'm hoping that in the future I'll end up in the buying, merchandising, planning, that sort of realm. Um, any of 
those under that umbrella would be a great starting point. And then hopefully I'll continue to learn even after my first job, my second job and figure out where I want to end up. And I'm not totally set on staying standstill either. I definitely want to like grow within a company or switch, um, switch roles, which would be really cool. I'm also not fully set on working right away. So um, I'm not giving up on that abroad dream. So I'm hoping um, to try and find a short-term program or something like that post-graduation so I can continue um, either with an internship or continue within school. But I definitely want to get that abroad in there somewhere since we didn't get to um, for our grade necessarily. So we'll see where I end up, but um, I'm very hopeful that it'll hopefully be good. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be great. I hope you do end up getting to go somewhere. And I think what you both said about keeping your options open is like the smartest thing you can do. Um, is there anything else that anyone wanted to share or add before I wrap up for today? I actually was jumping in my seat uh, when I do want to say um, when John was speaking about um, how important like the alumni connection is here. Um, I just wanted to say really quickly that I um, two of my internships I actually had from alumni connection and um, you know just really seize that opportunity and take every single um, every single opportunity that Maris Fashion and the directors and the alumni give you because the alumni pool that runs, that runs hard. So definitely keep in mind with that. So I just wanted to say that really quickly. I think for myself, again, it's just been such a thrill to work with Marist. Again, the support that the school gives the fashion program is incredible. The steel plant uh, that Zoe mentioned, the fact, the fact, the facility that we are able to work in every day is is state of the art. And when students come to visit the school, when alumni come to visit, or when faculty from other schools come to see the steel plant, they're blown away. So the, the facility itself is incredible. Our faculty is a world-class. And I just feel that the opportunities that are continuing to uh, reveal themselves for both our students and for the, the program itself are so great. And, and again, we're so grateful to Maris for the support that they're giving the program. Great. I think that's a perfect note to wrap up on. Zoe, Rachel, John, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to chat about the Maris Fashion Program with me today. Um, for those listening, we hope you'll join us again next week as we continue our series spotlighting what's happening here on the ground at Marist. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can keep in touch and know every time we post a new episode of Marist Connections. And we'll continue to bring you conversations with students, faculty, staff, alumni, coaches, and others essentials to the Marist community. If you have a suggestion for future podcast themes or guests, please email maristalumni at marist.edu. And you can also follow us on Facebook with Marist Alumni or official Marist Alumni on Instagram. Have a great day, everyone.